Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd and with us today the interim city administrator Patrick Wusso and Jesse Dean who is the city engineer and public works director. And gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we're talking winter fun, huh? Yeah, after the snowfall over the Friday, uh, good reminder that winter is coming and our activities <laughs> are going to eventually start here soon. And uh, it, it is always good to get people primed and ready to go for when those things kind of kick off for us. Yeah. Are, are, is your, uh, are the guys in the public works making ice at the area rinks? We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's an excellent answer com considering the weather. That's right. It's very weather dependent. Uh, so we do have uh, three rinks that were, no, three locations where we have rinks and we try to um, we try to do some flooding. Obviously it's very temperature dependent. So over at Memorial Park, Gregory Park, we have a pleasure rink over there and then we have a, another rink down at Bain Park. Um, so we're, we're working on trying to make ice there, but it as long as we keep getting these little stints of 40s and stuff like that, it makes it a bit of a challenge anyway for us. Oh, well. Once there is ice on the rinks, you have some outdoor activities that are planned, right? We do. So every year we do adult and youth pond hockey. Uh, this year we're actually teaming up with the YMCA. They're going to help us with the uh, uh, pond hockey programs. Uh, so we've put out a registration uh, that's open right now. It's on the YMCA's website. We also have a link on our website, too. So uh, generally takes place over a couple months, uh, January, February. Uh, again, it's a, as long as we can make the rinks, that, that we can actually make that happen. Um, the hockey d generally takes place at Memorial and Bain. Uh, like I said, those are the ones that actually have the, the rinks and the boards for pond hockey. Um, mm -hmm. But we're always looking for uh, officials. It's a paid gig, so you know if you're interested, please please reach out. Uh, we're always looking for uh, more volunteers to help with the youth pond hockey too. So oh, if, if you're interested, please reach out. Uh, YMCA can help if you want to reach out to them too, but um, we always need volunteers to help with the youth pond hockey as well. Okay. Now, uh, in addition to that, of course, the rinks are open to the public and you've got some great warming houses. Tell us a little bit about uh, that part yeah, of it. Absolutely. Again, it's just as soon as we can get them to open up for the weather, I, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's our goal. So, again, we have the three of them, Memorial, uh, Gregory, and Bain. Um, we do have skates. we got skate helpers. We have pucks. We check those in and check those out. So even if you don't have all the mm -hmm. stuff that you need or want, uh, those warming houses, they have stuff that you can borrow uh, and use while you're enjoying the rink anyway. Is there a cost to do this open skating? Nope, not at all. Rinks? Not at all. Yep. Okay. Uh, we do have staff that uh, attends those warming houses and helps check those things in and out and mm -hmm. kind of make sure that everybody's being responsible out on the rink. Uh, we obviously want everybody to be able to enjoy those rinks. So mm -hmm. uh, they're always out there helping staff that. Um, but generally, it's it's all seven days a week. Uh, we have evening hours Monday through Friday, and then we have generally most of the day on Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, we will have extended hours, or we've typically had extended hours, kind of during that holiday break week. Oh yeah. But mm -hmm. that's also that that tiptoe spot of when we can get rinks to start. So <laughs> if we can get the rinks to uh, freeze up and we're able to open the warming houses, we'll probably have some extended hours during that holiday break week. And are you fully staffed with rink attendants, or do you need uh, or warming house attendants? Do you need some help there too? We could always use the applications. I think we got a really good crop this year. Uh, we're really looking forward to it, but we're uh, wrapping up that process because uh, obviously there's a few weeks of work that we have to do on the back end of that. But mm -hmm. we're hoping to have everybody locked up and uh, ready to go for this upcoming season. Okay, that's good. 
Anything else we need to know about some winter fun? Well, at the end of this week on Friday, uh, we have the Holiday Hay Rides. Uh, Alderman O'Day and the uh, East Bank Neighborhood Association, they're, they're again this year hosting the Holiday Hay Ride event. Uh, it takes place down at Buffalo Hills Park um, from 6 to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good event. I went there last year. It was uh, really well attended. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple campfires, s'mores, hot chocolate. Uh, obviously the hayride with the horse-drawn uh, hayride that uh, kind of runs through the neighborhood a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa, I think, makes an appearance, and I think he, oh, wow. the, the intent is I'm, I'm sure somebody's reached out to him and isn't planning for Santa to make an appearance. So Cool. And is there a charge for that event? There is not. I love that. Wonderful. Yep. All right. Um, in addition to that, of course, uh, do I understand there's an open house coming up? Well, we've got the open house for uh, Roundabout that's coming up. But tonight there is, uh, at 6 o'clock, the annual budget discussion. Oh, Party yes. on. Yes. You all receive, or all the property owners receive their uh, proposed taxes. Yeah. Uh, November, that was came out from the county assessor. It had the county, the city, uh, the school district, and other, as they're all described, uh, for your <laughs> property. And uh, tonight at 6 o'clock, the city council will talk about where they're at. I think they sent out a, a levy increase of about 10%. We've worked it down to, to I think, 642 oh, wow. So um, a lot of work's been done to get it down there. And council would like to see it lower. Staff would, too, like to be a reasonable number. But there's always expenses, uh, economy, and the inflation is going up. So we've got to deal with all those issues. Yeah. Okay. okay. But that's at 6 o'clock, City Hall, so it's a unique time. It's not like the 7.30 normal council meeting start. It's at oh. 6 o'clock. The only topic will be uh, to discuss the budget. Well, then they're going to go into a closed session afterwards, but that's union negotiations. So. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. okay. So people can uh, either show up or w- still watch that somewhere? Yep, that is, as Tessa's going to ask, that's a free event. And so <laughs> no one has to pay to come to the council meeting tonight. <laughs> and it uh, it will be on the the... I local forget TV local station. Yeah. stuff okay. that we've got going. Sorry, I don't know all the details on how we got that all going as the interim city administrator. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, that's always important, that budget discussion. When does everything have to be finalized? So the city council, if they want to increase their levy from the year before, has to adopt it by December 30th of each year. Okay. And same with each of the other taxing jurisdictions. So it's uh, an important factor. And actually, when I came out of college and started this work back in 1993. It was the first year they actually implemented what they called truth and taxation, mm-hmm. and they had the budget hearing process. Sure. Now, it's an interesting process, and then later on uh, during the Ventura years, uh, they added the state general tax, which added an additional tax to primarily commercial properties, but also um, parcels that are, how do you say, a second parcel without mm-hmm. living space on them kind of thing. Okay. okay. So uh, things have changed a little bit over the years. Um, but uh, still an open process, uh, making sure the residents find out what the cities are doing, cities, schools, counties, townships, as far as where they're at with their taxes and what they're spending their dollars on. So it gives the residents an opportunity to come in and speak. I was telling Jesse before we came in here that we only had about four calls this year. Um, typically, all four of them were all related to the values of their property increasing by 33% rather than um, just interested in why they're, they're ta- the tax dollars are going up. And mm-hmm. over the years, I've heard anything from my garbage rates are too high, and then we tell them that we don't handle garbage. <laughs> and so, um, but there's a lot of different aspects that we have to, to respond to. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, six o'clock tonight. Six o'clock, Brainerd City Hall. Very good. Uh, and then, to yeah, yeah. And we were talking about the open house, and there is one for the for a proposed roundabout. Is that correct? Yep. So we'll have one on Wednesday as well, same time too, six mm. o'clock. Uh, that'll also be at City Hall. Um, we just sent something out on our uh, social media, out and uh, so take a look at that if you need the details. We also put something out in the paper. Uh, really, what the city's proposing is potentially putting a roundabout at Sixth Street Willow Street intersection. Uh, really what we want to start doing is getting some public input and uh, comments on what they'd like to see, things to consider as you know, what somebody might be concerned about mm-hmm. is through this process. And obviously we want to make sure that we address those concerns as best we can. Yeah, and remind us, Six and Willow, where, where are we talking? Kind of down by the uh, Speedway, Hannigan Insurance, gotcha. uh, down in that intersection. Yeah, and you might explain these types of things come up because I I know that intersection uh, has more than its fair share of uh, accidents and so on, doesn't it? It's a trouble intersection. It gets some pretty significant ones, a lot of T-bone type uh, crashes and some pretty significant ones. So we we were lucky enough to get a grant from the state uh, for some safety improvement uh, grant dollars. Okay. Okay. The ironic thing about that project is the when they did the resurface rebuilding of that road a couple years back the city council asked the state and the federal governments to look at that intersections and say please let's now is the time to make that improvement mm-hmm. and they said no and so <laughs> the, the council sarcastically has been saying we told you so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's uh, kind of how that works sometimes yeah. all right uh, anything else we should be aware of as we head down the stretch run of 2023 no, no, I just, again, mind your uh, driving habits in the wintertime and uh, make room for plows. They're, they're trying to do their best. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, now that you brought up plows, uh, does the uh, budget from last year cover plowing during this month? Correct. The 2023 budget does cover whatever operations through December 2023. So we might be saving a little money at this time. <laughs> I'd like to hope so. It's been a nice year so far. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Well, gentlemen, we appreciate you being here to talk about these important things. Thanks uh, for being here, and uh, we'll see you again next month. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Our guests today, Patrick Wisso, the Interim City Administrator, and Jesse Dean, the City Engineer and Public Works Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.